Okay, we're here today with Dr. Leanne Curl, who is the head orthopedic surgeon for the Baltimore Ravens and the assistant team physician with the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Dr. Curl has done a lot of work uh, with uh, male and female sports, uh, does a lot of work uh, regarding um, knee surgeries, ACLs, uh, sees a lot of different uh, variety of patients in that. So welcome today. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you. Happy to be here. All right. So uh, let's talk about, um, I guess, ACL injuries with uh, any any athlete. What are you What are you seeing these days? Um, uh, we talked earlier. You talked earlier in your talk about um, just the importance of having those conversations with the athlete, with the parents, and that what's appropriate uh, graphs, options, um, risk rewards, things like that. So. I'll give you the floor here. So I think, you know, from a, from a surgeon standpoint, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, some days it's, it's athlete after athlete coming to your office. And um, as we see the explosion in youth sports and explosion in women participating, the numbers of women sustaining these injuries in the past decade has escalated. Um, and we know from the literature as well that our female athletes playing comparable sports of, let's say, soccer and basketball uh, even lacrosse are really far more greater risk than our, our male counterparts to sustain injury. But any athlete you see in the office, I mean, that ACL injury is really, it's a life-altering moment. Um, there's, you know, our, our surgical techniques are excellent. They've gotten better over the years in terms of reproducibility, in terms of uh, stability, range of motion, ability to get back to athletics. But what a lot of people don't realize is, as I talked this morning, is that we are still plagued with a, you know, unacceptably high risk of recurrent tear, especially in our athletes who are below age 20. So this would be our, our middle school, high school, and college athletes. Um, and also, if you look at our true return to play data, the ability of our athletes to get back to the sport that they want to, at the level they want to, and not have lifelong consequence really is not as rosy as some people may perceive. Um, and so it's just a, it, it has to be a discussion about this is a significant injury. We're going to get to know each other a long time over the next nine to 10 months and sometimes beyond that because we, we, the return to play time frame as we talked this morning is open to some interpretation discussion of what's, what's, uh, what's important. And these are, these are significant injuries and it's going to take a whole family effort to get through, the, to get through it. You can do an excellent job in the operating room. But it takes the therapist, athletic trainer. It takes keeping that athlete motivated. Um, people hear things like, oh, I saw somebody got back in six months. Can I do that too? And I think you said that it was more than nine to 12 month thing. And then I've also heard that it takes almost 18 months to fully regenerate that graft or that uh, repair such. So people have to have a real understanding of that this is not a quick fix. And just because they saw um, one particular athlete come back in six months doesn't always equate to the, let's call it the normal athlete. Yeah, so this is, yeah, so doing ACL, it's not as simple as I do the surgery and I never see you again and say it's six months and one day you go back and play your sport. It's not, it's not that linear. Um, and there are variabilities in terms of, you know, Different athletes respond to the same injury and same surgery differently in terms of how much swelling they get, how much stiffness they get. Um, they may spend more or less time in rehab. They may have a more 
a significant or less significant commitment to rehab. Some athletes have better access to rehab than others. Uh, that plays a factor. So there's a lot of variables that go into when is someone ready to go back. And even in an ideal world, I talk about a professional cohort because they have the best facilities and they're more or less paid to rehab and they're highly motivated. But even there, we're seeing significant variability. But what really should drive our pause to allow athletes to go back is the issue with recurrent tears. I mentioned that before. The number is is alarming. Again, below age 20, an uh, athlete to, that sustains an ACL tear has, on average in identified studies, to have essentially a one in five chance of having another ACL tear, whether it's the same near the consolidal side. So there's something about that individual with one ACL tear that they're at risk. And time after, re, time after surgery and rehabilitation time, that return to play decision has to be made with that in mind. Because plenty of data that will tell us that the re-injury risk is highest when you first go back, and it's higher if you go back sooner than if you go back later. Mm-hmm. And there are some people in the literature that have that have promoted that we should maybe be waiting or probably be waiting at least a year, if not two years, with their youngest athletes to send them back. So our most at-risk athletes should probably wait the longest to return. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they're the hardest group to get to sit still. Right. So there are some trade-offs made, and it should be a, an open discussion, risk versus benefit, and what the true risk is in terms of retear, level of play, and lifelong, lifelong consequence. That's a very good point because they feel like, well, I'm strong enough. I could do this test and that test, so turn me back loose. you know. But uh, that's not at their higher risk. Uh, that's definitely not the, not the best thing to, to do. And to give them a better chance to succeed in the long run, and I think you mentioned uh, you're seeing some athletes um, uh, getting those arthritic changes, too, uh, after a surgery with, uh, be it a meniscal repair or meniscal removal or these ACLs that uh, you just, if you rush it back, you create more problems in that and even with what we would deem a successful ACL cohort, I mean, so it depends on how you judge the result. So if you judge the result by your knee is stable and you've got good range of motion, we do very well. If you judge the result by you return to athletic activity, we do pretty well. It's about Mm -hmm. 80%. Um, Some cohorts are higher, some are lower, but it's about 80%. If you judge the result by long-term arthritis, we do terrible. Because even athletes that went through what you otherwise would deem a successful recovery, a successful return to high-level athletics, even at the professional level, the overwhelming majority of those, those individuals have arthritis at the 10 to 20-year mark. Some studies show it's as high as 60%. Some say it's 10 or 15 So we can't, with good consciousness, tell an athlete, if you get your reconstruction and you're stable and you go back to play, you're not going to be, be at high risk of arthritis long-term. So once at ACL tears, that knee is now at risk. What we're trying to do is afford the, the individual ability to go back and play have a quality of life, the athletic experience, and everything that it entails at the least risk possible for arthritis down the road. But we, 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 we can't promise them they're not going to get arthritis because reality is they probably are at some point in their lifespan. <clears throat> Let's shift gears just a little bit. Uh, let's talk about uh, safety and uh, male, female in sports and that. Do you, as an orthopedic surgeon, um, uh, what, what would be some of your key safety messages you would want? want to provide to young athletes, parents, and their coaches? 
See, I, I think athletics are important. I grew up an athlete my entire life. I think there's clear social, emotional, physical things that are that are that you can't get in any other environment. So I, I, I love athletics. My kids play everything they can. I would say from a from a safety standpoint, I think single sport specialization year round is a huge problem. We talk about it all the time, but nothing ever seems to get done about it. I think recreational sports used to be you'd play. Um, recreational stuff in the summer, then you play basketball in the fall or football in the fall, then you do, you know, something else in the winter, take or take time off and back and play baseball and softball in the summer and you just rotate it through. But now it's so common at a very young age to see single sport specialization in kids as young as eleven and twelve. And the literature is very clear that those athletes are at far greater risk of injury than their non specialized cohorts. So that's number one from a safety standpoint is don't encourage your kid or force your kid or buy into the single sport specialization when they're really, really young. Um, number two would be recognizing, is if you talk about ACLs in particular, there's a fair amount of robust data that does show that we can likely, with proper effort, prevent maybe up to 40 to 50% of ACL tears. So there are these injury prevention training programs, and the FIFA 11 is very common with the explosion of soccer, that if you look at populations of athletes and you put them through an injury risk reduction, it's a dynamic warm-up program, it's a, the FIFA 11, for example, as we mentioned, you can drive that injury risk population down by half. And you can look for uh, certain features in your athlete that put them at high risk. We talked about hyperflexibility this morning. Uh, we talked about the uh, the athlete when you watch them run or jump that are landing with that dynamic knee, knock knee kind of attitude. So early identification of those movement patterns Proper strength and training, not just the knee, but the, the hip and the core um, are all helpful. So there there is a fair amount of robust evidence that, that some of these ACL injuries may, in fact, be preventable. Okay, that's great. Yeah, helpful information. So thank you very much. Uh, we're visiting again with Dr. Leanne Curl uh, of the Baltimore Ravens and her orthopedic practice. So thank you very much. We appreciate your time, and uh, we'll do our best to keep them safe on the field. Thank you for joining us on the Youth Sports Safety Update. This is your host, Jim Mackey. Thank you again and learn more at jaxsmp.com. You can also learn more in our show notes. Thank you for joining us today.